0: Listener production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. He's back. I'm Liam Flanagan, and yes, I am back. Back in the sporting hot seat and ready to deliver you your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 16th of January. Today, the party party is already over, and now the sand jam is set to conclude. Warner and Wade put the bash in the big bash, and some saggy boobs causing drama at the tour down number. But first... <laughs> Would you boys like to play tennis? Absolutely. And the first Grand Slam of the tennis season gets underway today. The Australian Open main draw kicks off in Melbourne, where 128 men and women will be vying to be crowned champions of Oz. You guys are going to be champions. Champions. But sadly, our top female won't be taking to the courts of Melbourne Park. This is the worst thing that really could have happened this year, and it did, so now I can just kind of take a moment and see where I go. I had surgery, what, like six, seven years ago and hers just the same, so it sucks. Oleg Tomlanovic has had to withdraw from the tournament, leaving Australia with just five women in the main draw, all of whom received wild cards into the event. Meanwhile, 10 Aussie men will put their best foot forward in a main draw without world number one teenage sensation Carlos Alcaraz who's had to withdraw with an abdomen injury. Oh, my tummy hurts. Alcaraz's absence will improve the chances of the Aussie men particularly number 22 seed Alex Dimonor and the tournament's number 19 seed slash the ultimate showman slash the man who carries the hopes of a nation into this tournament each year Nick Kyrgios. Well, I am one of the best players in the world. So, you know, I'm definitely going to go into the, you know, Australian any tournament with confidence. It's a bit different this time around for me, you know, being one of the favourites, you know, usually, you know, I'm kind of like a dark horse type thing, but now obviously after the year I've had one of the favourites approaching. So it's kind of new for me as well. Like this is the first time I've genuinely gone into a slam feeling like I'm one of the guys that can really, you know, take the trophy. As well as hoping to go deep in the singles tournament, Kyrgios will also be defending the doubles title he won with good mate Thanasi Kokonakis in 2022. Although, Kokonakis was fairly blunt when asked if he thought the Special Ks could defend their title. No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Tell us what you really think, Vanessa. <laughs> and staying on the tennis court, last year, completely out of nowhere, the party Party came to an end. This is perfect for me. To share it with you, to talk to you about it, um, with my team, my loved ones, that I'll be. Retiring from tennis. Ash Barty shocked the world when she walked away from the game of tennis at the age of 25 as the women's world number one and defending Wimbledon and Australian Open champions. But while the end of the Barty party came as a surprise, the retirement of another Aussie tennis star after this year's Oz Open is somewhat more predictable. Sam Stozer, she's been flying the Aussie flag on the world stage for more than two decades, but she's announced this morning the Australian Open will be her last Grand Slam, walking away from professional tennis. Yes, it's closing time for the Sam Jam. Sam Stozer, who first played professional tennis at the age of 15 in 1999, has announced that she'll be hanging up the racket for good after this year's home Grand Slam. And while Stozer will only be competing in the doubles and mixed doubles at this year's tournament... Her singles career is littered with highlights that saw her climb to a career high ranking of number four in the world, as well as being the highest ranked Australian female tennis player for more than a decade. And of course, there was that little win in the US Open final against a certain S Williams. Oh my! A fantastic upset. Australian Samantha Stosur in straight sets is the champion of the United States Open. And while it will be difficult for Sam to walk away from the only thing she's done for the past 20 years of her professional career, she knows the timing is right. I mean, it's been very, very hard. Um, I think when you do something for this long and something that you absolutely love, it is hard to step away. No matter you know what else is going on, but I, I do feel like the time's right. I've been doing this for a long time. Up and over and game over. Onto the roof. Appropriate finish as Tim David slaughters a six. The final scoreboard will tell you that in yesterday's BBL game between the Sydney Thunder and the Hobart Hurricanes, the boys from Tasmania cruised to a relatively comfortable five-wicket win over the Thunder, with Hobart paceman Nathan Ellis receiving man-of-the-match honours thanks to his four wickets for just 27 runs, including a nice little hat trick. But what the scoreboard won't show is the moment when two of Australia's feistiest cricketers took the idea of the big bash, literally. Long time national teammates, these two, Warner and Wade. And he just gave Wade a little shove. I don't think it was directed at Wade, it was some sort of demonstration. But here. So by this point, the argument had been going on for some time. Now, there, there's the shove. You've got two firecrackers going toe to toe. As described by Fox Sports commentator Dan Ganane, Dave Warner got up in the grill, quite literally, of national teammate Matthew Wade and gave him a not so subtle shove in the chest. No pushing. No pushing. Warner claims he was trying to play Peacekeeper in Wade's feud with Thunder spinner Chris Green. Although, after his performance with the bat, maybe Davey Warner just wanted to make contact with something. Oh. Missed for a duck. As I said, in the end, this game will go down as a Hurricanes win. And as for the Warner Wade beef, it's pretty simple. Both these men are 170 centimetres tall. And as a fellow short-ass myself, I am qualified to diagnose this moment between the pair as nothing more than a case of short-man syndrome. He's closed. <laughs> And to finish off today, a first for the scorecard as saggy boobs cause drama at the Tour Down Under. And charging up through the centre of the picture, it's Piclook. Pick Look is getting the win for Human Powered Health. Daria does it on the finish line. What a surprise packets. Yep, the Tour Down Under is back on in Adelaide after a COVID-enforced two-year break. But yesterday's first stage of the women's race was upstaged by some passionate protesters. You're completely naked. South Australian police arrested three female climate protesters who were calling for energy giant Santos to be dumped as the naming rights sponsor of the event. But the reason that the boys in blue got involved was that the 69-year-old, 70-year-old and 74-year-old women who were protesting holding signs on the side of the road were also showing off their ageing assets. Boop, boop, boop. The women were part of a climate activist group called Extinction Rebellion who released a statement saying, quote, we are bearing our ageing breasts and our wobbly bums in the hope of shocking. Yep, three septagenarians half naked on the side of the road in Adelaide. I'd say job done. I feel shocked. And that is your fast one hint of sport to kickstart another week. I'm Liam Flanagan, it's great to be back, and I'll catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.